Hey there, Rev Divers, Taya here. If you haven't had a chance yet to dive into all the proposed rules dropped by CMS last month, then let me provide you with a speedy recap of some of the highlights. On July 13th, CMS issued their 2022 physician fee schedule proposed rule. Now this reduced the conversion factor by about a buck and a half, just under that, to $33.58. It also refined language and documentation on the shared or split ENM visits, as well as proposing to formally codify those finally into the 42 CFR. This rule proposal makes changes to critical care services around same day billing for the same patient, um, as long as it's by different specialties within the same group account. And what's really exciting is that those telehealth services got some attention. So with the removal of geographic restrictions, allowing that patient's home to be the originating site, which we have been waiting for. Now, this change did come with the requirement that an in-person non-telehealth service with the provider occurs within six months before the initial telehealth service and that there are regular intervals thereafter of no less than once every six months for those face-to-face -face visits. They also suggested the inclusion of audio-only interactive telehealth visits, but right now that's only for mental health providers. There's a lot of other information in there about changes to PA services, vaccine administration services, therapy services, and more, but July 13th was a busy day, and that's the same day that CMS dropped proposed rules for the Medicare Diabetes Prevention Program, or the MDPP, and expanding that model in 2022. Changes include waiving the provider enrollment Medicare application fee for organizations that apply to be an MDPP after January 1. It also included shortening the services period to one year by removing that ongoing maintenance session after one year and moving the portion of the payments that was previously set aside for ongoing maintenance sessions into an MDPP beneficiary weight loss goal performance payment instead, which is super exciting for those looking to go into that program. Now, almost a week after that, CMS decided to tackle some significant portions of the health equity gap, and they proposed some additional changes there. Changes include increasing the penalty for hospitals that haven't complied with price transparency laws yet. As we talked about in a previous episode, a lot of hospitals are stating that it's really cheaper to pay the penalty. Looks like CMS took note and responded like a parent that just heard their child say, I don't care about timeout. They're also looking on some ways that they can be more inclusive, but they need a little bit of help and they're actively looking for comments on way to do so. So if you have some great ideas, go ahead and kick those over to CMS. It's also definitely no secret that rural hospitals are closing and it is concerning. And that was commented on in this proposed rule as well. So to help support access to emergency care, there's a whole new provider type coming on the scene for rural emergency hospitals. The changes to these REHs wouldn't apply until 2023, but CMS is seeking feedback now to help inform policy proposals and rulemaking. So again, if you have those ideas, now is a great time to speak up. And CMS also released their proposed rule on Medicare hospital outpatient perspective payment systems and ambulatory surgical center payment systems. And this included more definition around price transparency, increases in penalties to push compliance, and a few other clarifications around price transparency. 
Now, right now, CMS, like I said, is looking for a ton of feedback, including which online price estimator tool is the best, what expectations exist around plain language, and how do you highlight the good actors when it comes to price transparency? They also included an RFI related to the REHs that I just mentioned to really round out that alphabet soup. And the proposal to use 2019 claims data for 2022 OPPS and ASC payment rate system setting because COVID really took all of our regularity and normalcy and tossed it out the window in 2020 and kind of rendered all of that data useless for rate setting purposes. So there's a proposal in there to use the 2019 claims data for rate setting in 2022. Now, do you remember that inpatient only list that was going away? Well, not so fast. Though that was proposed to be removed in 2021 and 298 services were removed from that list, in 2022, this rule proposes to stop the elimination of the inpatient only list and to put all 298 services that were removed back on the list. Something similar is also taking place with the two midnight rule, the ASC covered procedures list and more. So dive into this rule when you get a chance and get those comments back to CMS before the comment period ends. Of note, this proposal also includes some significant changes to the RADONC model in terms of timing, in terms of design, changes to the payment of non-opioid products, and changes to a bunch of quality reporting programs. So if you haven't yet had an opportunity to take a look into these four proposed rules, I highly recommend that you jump over to the CMS newsroom and look at these fact sheets. They are releasing these proposed rules hot and heavy, and there's a lot of information in here that may impact your organization. As promised, this has been your speedy review of the proposed rules that dropped last month. Stay tuned as we dive deeper in upcoming episodes and tackle new issues as well. Thanks so much for joining us today on RevDive, and we look forward to chatting with you again soon.